put somebody's hands. Let's say this together, our Father. In the name of your Son, Jesus, we receive revelation as found in your Son. There is no confusion. There is no contradictions. There is no error in this atmosphere. We behold you as we see ourselves in you. Your name alone is glorified and we are edified. Amen. Amen. Alright, let's put a hand to Oh, there can never be an end anyway. But let's put a cap somewhere to prayer by precepts and by example. I don't know if you this series has been blessing you so far. Prayer by precept or by example. I think this is the fifth session, right? I guess. I think this is the fifth session. Prayer by precepts and by example. Say prayer by precept and by example. Hallelujah. All right, Luke 11, verse 1. That's the text we've been seeing all through in this series. Luke 11, verse 1. It says, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, he ceased, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, He says, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. So we said that. He said, the, the disciples told Jim and said, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples to pray. So there is a teaching to prayer and there is an example to prayer. So we said prayer is by precept and by example. There is a teaching to prayer and there is a practice to prayer. There is an example to prayer. And we said, I told you, I think the last session I said, that Jesus was praying. They didn't come and stop him when he was praying. They didn't come and tap him when he was praying. They made sure that he was done praying. Then he now said, teach us to pray. So that means we can teach believers to pray. A lot of people, I don't know about you, but I remember when I got born again many years ago, they only told us to just pray. They didn't teach us to pray. They just told us to pray. So you just be praying. So you don't even know what you are praying about. You just be praying, Lord, give me food. Lord, give me this. Lord, give me a house. Lord, give me a car. Lord, give me this. Lord, give me that. And you're just saying, okay, Lord, 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 give me this. Lord, give me that. Then you pray for your exam. Lord, help me so I can pass my exam. Help me this. And Lord, you know, you just pray about so many things. But it says, to, but there is a teaching to prayer. Somebody said there is a teaching to prayer. It's a teaching to prayer. It says the disciples asked him. So a disciple is someone who is learning by example. A disciple is someone who is learning by example. A student. He is a student of the world. A disciple is a student of the world. A pupil. Somebody who is learning practically. is learning doctrine by practice and by example. So a disciple is someone who is learning by example. And a teacher must see to it that you are practicing what you are learning. The teacher of the gospel must see to it that you as a student or you as a member or you as a disciple of a local church is practicing what you are learning. So a lot of people, uh, they come around our ministry and uh, you don't want to get involved. They don't want to pray. They don't want to study. They don't want to... Uh, they don't want to um, pray 
but you know you you can't if you come and don't practice what we are teaching then you're not growing if you come and you don't practice you don't practice by the outreaches you don't practice by prayer meetings you're not growing you're not growing christian you're not growing spiritually because you are living a selfish life because a christian has to live a life for the life of others it has to he has to live a life for others so a christian must grow and you cannot get the benefit of a local church if you are not receiving ministry from the local church you can't get a benefit i can't bless you so much i can be a blessing to you if you're just listening to my messages if you're just i can be a blessing to you but i can't fully impact your life if you're not receiving ministry from the church if you're not being part of what we're doing if you're not being part of prayer meetings you're not being part of outreaches if you're not being part of the, the ministry you, you you really can't grow that much because prayer is the ministry of every christian it's the ministry of every christian a, a christian is born to a ceaseless adventure of prayer a ceaseless adventure of prayer we are born into a ceaseless adventure of prayer so there is no end to prayer. There is no end to prayer. There is no skill to prayer. There is no, oh, I know how to do it. You can never, you can never know how to. There is no special skill that say, I'm an expert in prayer. Nobody is an expert in prayer. We are all struggling because we are still human. So we are all struggling. So, and that's why you see a lot of Christians not growing. They are just sharing the same testimony. If you go to certain churches today and the testimonies they are sharing, you say, somebody, I bought a house, I bought a car, I bought um, this. I know, yeah, I mean, that's good. But that's, is that all? Is that all? Is that all to eat? Is that all to eat? Is that all to, to what God is doing with your life? How about I got somebody saved yesterday? Glory to God. How about something like that? How about I prayed for the sick and the sick was healed? How about things like that? How about, how, how about testimonies of strange miracles? Why must it be about, oh, I was believing God for a job. I got a job. Those are good, but your testimony should show your growth. The kind of testimonies you share shows your growth. Because growth in Christ is when you are serving people. Growth in Christ, the proof that you are growing in your Christian work is that you are serving people. If you if you listen to me every week and you are not serving people, you are not growing. You are not growing because growth in Christ is serving people. It, it is serving people. That is, your life is now a blessing to others. Men can wake up in the morning and thank God that you are alive. I don't know about you. How many people wake up in the morning and thank God that, thank God that this person is alive? How many people wake up to you and say, ah, who do you, how many of you can have somebody in your life somewhere seated? I mean, not your parents now. I mean, not your family members, not your siblings. Somebody somewhere outside just say, ah, Father, I thank God I met this person. How many of you have those kind of people? If you don't have those kind of people, you have not started growing because your life must be a blessing to others. That is why you are saved. That's why you are born again. Your life must be a blessing to others. So prayer is fellowship. 
is not about you. It is a communication between you and God. We say prayer is fellowship. It's not always about you. Lord, give me money. Oh, Lord, give me an iPhone 14. Oh, Lord, give me, God, Lord, give me, give me. Give me a job. Give me a car. Give me a paper. Give me a this. Give me a that. Yes. What if the Lord, I ask people a question. I say, I tell them, I say, what if the Lord answers all your needs? You have all the cars you want. You have all the money you want. You have um, all the resources you ever want. Would you serve God? You know, most Christians won't serve God. Churches will be empty if many people have all their desires. Most people won't serve God anymore because they, are, they have not taught properly how to serve God. We have a teaching like that, how to serve God. You should listen to it. How to serve God. They are not thought properly on those things. So they just, they just think, oh, they are going to church because they have to pray for something. They have to pray for their sibling. They have to pray for the powers that is doing them in their father's house. They have to pray for something that is wrong. No, you know, no. Because what, could you have thought about it? Jesus, who is the son of God, came down to it and was praying. And he prayed so long. He prayed so long. The Bible says he prayed all night. He woke up in the morning to pray. He prayed so long. What do you think he was praying about? Do you think he was praying, Oh, Lord, let my carpentry business, let my father's carpentry business blossom? That's not what he was praying about. What do you think he was praying about? He was having a fellowship with God. So Jesus was praying. He prayed long. He was having communication with God. He prayed long. So prayer is an instruction. Prayer is an instruction. It's not an advice. It's not an advice. They don't advise people to pray. It's an instruction to pray. Ephesians 6, 18, praying always with all prayers and supplications in the spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance with all saints. And as for me, that all trances and, bold, all trances and boldness may be granted unto me, that I may be able to preach, my, about, I may be able to preach the gospel. Colossians 4, verse 2, Continue in prayer. Romans 12 verse 12, be instant in prayer. You know, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 17, pray without ceasing. So there is an instruction to pray. There is an instruction to pray. So it is not an advice. So when you are not praying, you are living in sin. When you are not praying, you are living in sin. Because you are not following the instruction of the scriptures. You are living in sin. Once you want to find a Christian who is living in sin, check their prayer life. Because a man who prays will be guarded. Check their prayer life. A man who prays will be guarded. Look at Luke 22, verse 41. There are motions to prayer. Luke 22, verse 41. Luke 22, verse 41. Are you there? Luke 22, verse 41. Luke 22, verse 41. It says, And he was redrawn from them about a stone cast and knelt down to pray. We saw kneeling down to pray. We saw falling on your face to pray. So he knelt down to pray. Not that you kneel down when you're about to sleep, you know. Many times when we're about to sleep like that, that's when you know, Ah, Shabbat, Shabbat, you now go down. So that way, uh, uh, don't sleep, don't sleep, don't sleep, wake up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hallelujah. You know, when we were younger, 
we, we used to look for positions then we were in boarding house then in, in, in high school. So night devotion then, because my school, we, we used to do early morning devotion at 5.30. I don't know why they wanted it. It, it looked like punishment. Early morning devotion at 5.30. There's another one at 8. There's afternoon one. And there's night. <laughs> so in the night, we're already tired. So as seniors, we just know our, we, we know our corner at the bar. So you, you even bone, any junior that talk to you, like, you, I, will, you, I will sound you. <laughs> so we are just going to the, so we are going to sleep. So as the teaching, all the, everything, all the teaching is going on and the singing is going on in our corner. So we have a way we do it. We arrange the juniors very well at the back, at the front. So that way they have covered all of us. So we just stay, you just see us in our corner. We are gone. So what they say? Benson, stand up. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Shout out, 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 Hallelujah. But we're deceiving ourselves. You know, so we had skills then. And you know, that was when it was in body now. So I learned that people can actually stand up to pray. You, you can stand up and be sleeping. Oh. So in the, in the 531, you know, you're just waking up 530. So when we get to 530, the rest of the uh, good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. So as we are doing that, good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. Oh, so the man, so our our house master then was very wicked, very wicked, very very wicked. He was so yellow that his yellowiness was wicked. So he knows he, he knows the trick. He knows that he know. So you know. You can be, I, I learned in body now that you can actually stand like this. Your eyes is open, but you are gone. <laughs> I've never done that. Your eyes is open. Some people, you know, some people are that skilled. They are looking at you like this, but they are gone. It is when they are now, maybe spit is coming out of their mouth or something. Or when they are, like, ah, so you are actually sleeping. <laughs> you know, you, that's why it is in body now. How many of you went to body school? How many of you went to? Yeah, you know, it's body school, you learn many tricks. How many of you know? That, that's why you meet people that, ah, ah. Are you sure you are, you came from the race of Adam or some people? <laughs> Adam who betted you, you know. So those things happen. So when we're burning us, then we we'll just stand like this and we are gone. Ah, and those are the time you know. Those sleep are actually the sweetest. The one you slept in your bed is not really sweet, but that one that that ten minutes one that you just. Uh, uh, <laughs> Those are the sweetest sleep. Ah, I miss those times, so honestly. I really do. Those are the sweetest sleep. So Jesus prayed, kneeling down. So you didn't kneel down to sleep. Because I know some of you, you say, Pastor taught us to kneel down. So you now go home and say, Ah, I'm actually following the scripture. Let me kneel down. And you know that's an invitation to Utikos ministry. <laughs> so don't, don't, don't do that. Hallelujah. Look at verse 44. Luke 22, verse 44. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and a sweat was at its way, drops of blood falling down to the ground. So Jesus sweat. Jesus prayed with sweat falling down to the ground. He wasn't gymming. Jesus was, did he, he didn't go and gym. This was not gym. This was not, oh, 
Oh, you know, some, some people are some people they like him too much. I don't know who they are trying to show their muscles to. What's their problem? They should die. That's my own. <laughs> That's not what he was doing, you know. He prayed. How many of you have prayed before? And your body is dripping. Ah! Hallelujah. You pray and your body, your, your whole body is filled with sweat. Jesus prayed. Sweat was coming out from his body and blood. Ah! You know, you, you, they, they will get to a point in time, you'll just be praying. Your whole, your whole body will be sweating. Everything. It's like, you won't wonder, ah! Wow! That's emotion in prayer. That's motion. So do you think he was praying about, oh, Lord, let my, my carpentry business go. Let me have more customers. That's not what he was praying about. He was praying and having fellowship with God. So there are attitudes of prayer. Jesus was on his face. Noah did it for us um, um, a couple of weeks ago. Jesus fell on his face to pray. Now, that falling on your face is not an invitation to sleep also. You know, don't, just, don't sleep, don't sleep, wake up, you know. You, you fall on your face, you just say, Shaba, Eba, Ere, Ah, Are you gone? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> and you know, sometimes when we're younger too, it's, you know, some people say that you don't lie down to pray. I don't believe it. Because my mother is different. My mother can lie down for two hours and she's not sleeping. She's praying. I don't so when people say you don't lie down, if you know you can you lie down and in your own lying down you are going to sleep, don't do it too. <laughs> My own mother, ah three hours she's still going. And she's like this, she's lying down like this. You know that kind of lying down that <laughs> oh Lord, I see your glory. And you are gone. But my own mother sleeps. So when people say, so I barely teach and say, don't lie down and not pray. Because my own mother, the one I, the, my mother I saw at home, if she, that's, the, that's her own position. She lies down to pray. And in her own lying down, I have never seen her sleep before. Never. In how many years? More than 20 years. I have never seen her sleep before. In that line now. But if you, me and I went to try it and I slept. So <laughs> if you know yourself, don't do it too. Hallelujah. So Jesus was on his face. Jesus knelt down when he was praying. Not when he was tired. So Jesus had sweats. You know, some people would rather sweat during praise and worship. They would drum and dance their sorry away. There was no place where anybody sweat before. Jesus sweats. Jesus. You know, some people like that one. 24 hours marathon worship. Praise worship. Praise jams. Mega fiesta. Praise Jesus till you die. You know? <laughs> and some people, that's what they like. You know, I tell people, I say, if you want, if you want to get crowd in this city, we're just going to do a program. And what's the program? We'll put flyers around. We'll just say, Worship God with us into the morning. There is a battle in the midnight. Wallahi, people will show. <laughs> There's a battle in the midnight. And the more you worship, and you know, some people say, when, when praises come down, bless, when praises go up, blessings come down. So if you want your worship 
to be in your worship. Worship. You come and worship. Hallelujah. I will say 11 p.m. to 3. Form. Or we can do 11 to 1. Just cross over. Just cross it from that way. Cross it. <laughs> you know, this, this mystery of crossover also, that everybody do 31st of December, I still don't understand it. You wake up, at least most of you, today, let's say this morning, some of you were still awake at 12. Did you not cross over to the new day? At a level, you crossed over. So what's not special about that 31st? Just normal date. What's special about the 31st crossing? You say, I cross over. Since the day you have been crossing over, what has changed in your life? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah. Some people are just so superstitious, so mysterious. Nah, that's, that's crazy, man. So some will rather sweat in praise and worship. They will dance the way they are sorrow. Ah! If you know the kind of church I went to when I was much younger, if they dance for you, wallah, you, you just sit down and be watching. You just because you just you can't match up. Yeah, I can't match up. Ah, and some that's what they like. So they, you know, a lot of people like white and cash. Oh yeah, let's. Oh yeah. Oh 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 oh. Let's go. <laughs> you know, a lot of people like this like that. A lot of people like this like that. They say, ah, why is there no drums? You know, a conga. You know, when they now started doing that conga, I like that conga. If if you want praise, I want you to be to be high. Put conga. Just let people somebody be doing that hand. Ah, oh lord, oh lord. <laughs> you know, but you know, why about sweating in prayer? Glory to God. Why about sweating in prayer? You are making power available there. So prayer is a fellowship. Prayer is ministry. Prayer is an instruction. Prayer is an instruction. Zechariah 12, verse 10. Zechariah 12, verse 10. Zechariah 12, verse 10. Zechariah 12, verse 10. I know some of you are wondering where is Zechariah in your script in your Bible? Zechariah 12, verse 10. Are you there? Zechariah 12, verse 10. It says, I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Glory to God. It says the spirit of grace and supplication. It will pour upon us. He said, we pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. You know, the spirit of grace and supplication is when we petition before God to do the impossible. To petition before God to do the impossible. So, there is a spirit of grace and supplication that should be upon us as Christians or as a church where we petition before God. We cry and lift our voice to heaven. I have seen God do miracles before through prayer. I've seen the impossible turn to possible. I can't count how many times. Just through prayer. Just through prayer. 
you know how about is so their travails in prayer when your emotions are involved their travails in prayer where your emotions are involved with in the prayer your emotions are involved your body everything is involved all your energy is there it's not going to be all the time no it's not going to be all the time you're going to feel that way it's not going to be I mean, there are times you just be saying, Shala, bara, bara, goro, zubaro, boro, goro, dubodo, shamama, mama, 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 mama. You know, there are times you will do that. But there are also times where it's as though, you know, I remember, the, I told you about the prayer meeting I went to many years ago, and I saw men pray. I saw them travel. Men. The way I mean, they, uh, they should be in their 40s, I believe, as at that time, th late 30s, 40s. And a lot of them, including women, they, you can't. You see, when I entered there, me I, me, I ran back. But as I stayed longer, if you did not pray, you will not. It, it will look like you are not born again. There are times like that. You know, Jesus prayed with so much emotions. Look at Hebrews 5 verse 7. Jesus prayed with so much emotions. So much groaning. So much groaning. Like I said, it's not going to be all the time, but there are just times like that. There are just times like that. Hebrews 5 verse 7. You know, there are times there can be a burden, a weight in your heart. He says, Hebrews 5 verse 7. Are you there? He says, who in the days of his flesh, when he offered up prayer and supplication, Prayer and supplication, how? With strong crying and tears. Strong crying and tears. Sometimes it comes in form like in form of a body. They just, some of us, they just be like a weight in, our, in your heart. You see, all of every one of you know what I'm talking about, but it's just that you've excused it. There'll just be times you just you it will look like you are not happy. No. I mean, if you're, sometimes you're just on your own. Nothing happened. Though. It's not as if they told you any story. Nothing happened. And you're just not happy. You're just feeling dissatisfied. You're just feeling... You're just, it's like you're grumpy. But, but you know what you do? Sometimes you excuse it away. Sometimes you excuse it away. You just go and watch a movie. You just go and do something. You just get yourself distracted. Then the body leaves. Then sometimes you now go and talk with the wrong person. But no, because you are born again. There are just times the Lord, the Lord will just, is the Lord calling your attention to something? The Lord will just put, it will be like something, it will look like your heart is heavy. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It will look like your heart is heavy. And that's, that's what we call burdens. Those times are not times to take lightly. Sometimes it can be the Lord calling your attention to something. It could just be, I told you the story in this series, in this same series of my friend that I lost. In 2020, me and my friend, we said we were going to fast. The Lord told us to fast and pray one week, Monday to Friday. We told us to fast one week. Where the time was getting to wait, we, I knew it. I felt the body, my I was restless. But, you know, when they tell you, ah, there's going to be a party somewhere and you want to go and eat, and you say, I just called my friend because my, that my friend is in Texas. I just called my friend and said, ah. Are you sure that God wants us to really fast? I mean, we just said ourselves. Me too, my friends say, ah, it's true. Ah, let's just, I mean, like we can round it up. So that's how we rounded it up on Wednesday. 
And that was this, uh, we grudgingly fast. It was like, we just broke at maybe three or four, you know. There was not really a serious prayer. But you know, deep down as a Christian, you will know it. Thursday night, I lost my friend. Now, this is a friend, somebody I got born again. Somebody who, who, who knows Greek. I, I told you in this series, who knows Greek? Like, if I'm teaching, if I'm explaining to her Greek words, she's going to be telling me, no, that's not how to pronounce it. I grew up in Greece. You did not. You grew up in Nigeria. <laughs> I you what I'm saying? You know, this is somebody who is super learned, who studied math, mathematics, as a first class in maths. Very brilliant. So I was like, ah, you know, very, we are very close, very, very close. This is somebody that can, if she's going through an, an issue, she will text me. I will pray and that's all. Now, this is not the first time she's going to be sick. I have laid hands on her several times and she has been sick and she has been healed. In fact, many a times, if, we, if I'm teaching her, she just carry my hand and put, it on her, uh, and put it on her body like this. I say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And she will say, I'm healed. I say, ah, she say, I'm here. I say, eh, hey, that's all. That's it. Now, she could have texted me and said, hi, I'm sick. But for some reason, she didn't. I still regret it till tomorrow. Why? The Lord told me to fast and pray. I knew there was a burden in my heart. Thursday night, she was gone. Then the prayer, I did not pray. <laughs> Monday to Thursday. I started praying it on Friday morning. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we could, do you know that? I could have preserved a life in the place of prayer. How many of you know that? How many of you know that? I could. I could. I, that's, that regret has not left me till tomorrow. I don't joke with burdens like that again. I don't. I could. This is not the first time I'm praying for a sick. A sick. It's not the first time. What is the condition? In the name of Jesus, she will be healed. It's not the first time. Somebody who believes in my ministry, it's not the first time she's going to be healed. And suddenly she was gone. So what if, we, what if I just prayed? What if I just waited at least Thursday? Are you getting me? And just pray. You know, I excused it away. I want to go and eat, Joe. I have food. I excuse. This was just 2020, two years ago. I excused it away. But I've become wiser. <laughs> I, told, I told the devil, it's never going to happen again. Ah, nah, it's never. I screamed at the devil. I said, it will never. Those that the Lord has given me, it can never happen. As far as you, any one of you listening to my message, I pray for you all the time. Nothing, I say it again, under heaven, nothing can touch you. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are supernaturally preserved. Are you hearing what I'm saying? As far as you hear me, ah, I made a vow to God in 2020 in tears. This one that happened, it can never repeat itself. Because I'm wiser now. I know to pray. Hallelujah. That was the biggest lesson of my life. I know to pray now. I know to pray. So there are times, there are times there will be burden. See, you never can tell what is going on. I did not know. I still saw her two weeks ago. 
two weeks before she died, we were still playing Uno. We were still playing card games. We went for a friend's birthday, a mutual friend's birthday party, and we were still playing. We still have the video. She was perfectly fine. Two weeks after. Gone. I remember when I was looking at her coffin, I, I was in tears. When they were doing a line in state, I was, I was in tears. I couldn't keep it. So what if I had prayed? What if I had, what if I had just prayed? So many a times you feel, because you are a Christian, you are born again. You, you, there's no way you will not have felt it before. See, if you joke with those things, See, they're, they're, those things will stand against you later because the Lord put it in your heart so that you can pray about it. They will just be like a weight. But you know, many a times, we play it away. We just talk it away. We just, we just look for things just because of our laziness. We just look for things. We just excuse it away. You know, those are the times we get into adventures. And we are, we, we, we are exploring the power of prayer. We are exploring a possibility of something. And we are changing a situation. Hallelujah. We are changing a situation. There's a travail in prayer. So it will be like a weight in your heart. Like a battle with someone. It will be like a battle. Like you are tussling. So as you are praying, you are expressing a groaning. It will be like a tussle. Ah! Ah! It will be like, it will be like you are fighting someone. Paul said in Galatians 4, he says, my little children, whom I travel in birth again. See, Christ being formed in you. Whom I travel again. So it will be like the birth pangs of a mother, like you are fighting, like you are in labor war. And you will know it when the, when the weight lifts you. You will know it. The, those times are not times you want to do, okay, I'm praying one hour, I'm praying two hours. No, no, no. You are praying till that weight lifts. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are praying till you feel. See, let me tell you. I don't know about you. As a minister of the gospel, you will know when a situation is settled. I don't know about Maybe from experience, I can tell you. Because when you pray for something, you know, ah, this is gone. This is done. Because there will be, Kenneth Copeland said it yesterday. He said, there will be a sense of victory, a note of victory in your spirit. There will just be, oh yeah, this, this is done in your spirit. So as you just pray, the you will pray to that weight. It will be like a stone till, that, till it breaks down. Then you feel peace. You're like, oh yeah, something is settled somewhere. You never can tell what it is. You just ah, something is something is done somewhere. So it's like a traveling in bed. Sometimes you will sorrow. Sometimes it will come in tears. Sometimes you just find yourself crying. Sometimes you will find yourself, you can't express things. You just, ah, you are just sighing. Sometimes you are, you are sweating. You are just in tears. It's not going to be all the time. This kind of prayer is not all the time. It's not every day. It's not in your prayer chain all the time. But there are times like that. Where, ah, you know. That, ah, there's, there's just something to pray about. We've had some prayer meetings where we can't stop. We just can't stop. We just pray and just pray. We know that God is doing something. Something is changing somewhere. Hallelujah. Something is. Something is. I've had times where certain things were happening. And a friend of mine said, ah, a friend of mine would call me and say, you know, around this time, something was happening. I said, wait, 
Tell me the time again. That time. I was like, oh yeah, I was praying that time. That exam minute. Oh, is it that time? I'll be like, oh yeah, I was praying it. I, I was actually praying. I, I found that I couldn't, I was just restless at that point and I was praying. So probably it was you. You know, we never can tell what really can go wrong. So a Christian has to have, it's like, it's like you are carrying the weight of somebody on your shoulder. You are identifying with the person's problem and you are praying it. You are praying it away. You are praying it. You are praying it. I can't, I, I wish, I, I can't, I don't want to scare you, but I, I wish I can share more stories with you. But, but see, there's a lot we can change in the place of prayer. Tell your neighbor, say there's a lot we can change in the place of prayer. There is. There is. So it will look like you are pulling through something. You are just pulling through something. You are just fuzzling through something. You are, you are, you are just, ah, ah. You are just, ah. You know, I remember when I was younger. I used to, I used to pray that way most nights. I never knew what I was praying about, but I think I know now. Glory to God. I never knew. I'll just get, I'll just leave my house then. Go to the upstairs then and just start shouting. I'll just start screaming. Start plunging into an adventure. I never knew what I was doing. But I think I know now. <laughs> Hallelujah. And now I am still praying. And I know that in, the next, in my nearest future, I will see the result of what I'm praying about today. Glory to God. I remember then we would just be praying. We would just be praying. We would just be praying. We just be praying. We just be different prayer meetings. As far as they say it's a prayer meeting, we are just there. We are just going. We are just going. We are just going. I was sharing with you guys, I think in the last session, when we in, when we're in secondary school then, in high school then, how we prayed different nights. Interestingly, we didn't know that we were praying about the school. Me and some friends, we just we just caught a body. We're just like, ah, guy, let's pray now. Guy, let's pray. So we made sure for like two weeks. Every night, we're just praying. We're just praying. In fact, that would make the, the, the wicked house master liked me more after that period. Because he noticed that we'll just be shouting. We'll just be praying. After one Sunday like that, a preacher just came to the school and preached. And the whole school changed. Everybody was quiet. Every, it was like a breakout of revival. In fact, they had to cancel prep that day because people could not still cope. You know, when school, chapel is dismissed and the whole school is silent. You know, after chapel, everybody, noise has started. But this one, the whole school was quiet. Till about 6 p.m., everybody was still, everybody was still in awe of what happened. So I told my friends out there, I said, wow. Could this be what? And we didn't know much then. We're still very young. I mean, high school. High school was how many, how many years ago? We said, oh, could this be what we've been praying about for the past two weeks? You know, if we can pray, there will be no crime again in our city. If we can pray, innocent children won't die because people are shooting again. If we can just pray, if we can just pray, 
You know, if we can pray, deaths can be averted. If we can pray, accidents can be averted. If we can pray, situations can give way. Hallelujah. I'm not saying this to scare you, but see, we live in a supernatural world. In a wicked world. Where the devil is not resting. Hallelujah. You know when you, you are sleeping, the devil is not, take, is not sleeping. He is not resting. It's a life of warfare. Glory to God. It's a warfare. Oh. Ah, there's warfare. Oh. There's warfare. Oh. Ah. The devil is not, you know, you probably slept from 12 to 8 a.m. this morning. The devil did not sleep. Oh. <laughs> the Bible says he's looking, seeking whom to devour. But how do you deal with him in the place of prayer? You, you break his neck in the place of prayer. You chain him down in the place of prayer. I know this and I tell you, nothing can touch you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because you are praying and I'm praying for you. Nothing. You can never, you can never go wrong in life. I tell you as your pastor, you can't because I'm praying for you. Hallelujah. I am praying for you. Hours upon hours. Hallelujah. When it seems like you want, to, you want to just move like this, God will just move you back because I'm praying. Hallelujah. And you too, you will be praying. Hallelujah. It's a spiritual war. It's a spiritual war. And we have, we, we have a devil to fight. A 24 hours, 24-7 devil who is not taking a break, who is not going on vacation. Who is not going on boat cruise? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, there's, there's a way to pray. I, and you know, it, it's just like even those who in ministry, if you even want to start something, there's an, there's an advice I got from my pastor then. He said, if you want to start something in ministry, take at least one year or six months to just pray through. Take at least a year, six months, just pray through. Just pray through. Before I came to Rochester, I have prayed. Ah, no. <laughs> I, had, I, I had prayed. Because I, I mean, it's my first time in Rochester. So I prayed. Years upon years. I have prayed. So you, they, just, you can just bet things out in the place of prayer. You know, you can just tell yourself, for the next, for the next couple of weeks, I'll just be praying about, you know, 2023 is fast approaching. You know you can enter 2023 in the place of prayer before you enter it. You can just say, oh, I'm just going to be praying for every day of my 2023. January 1, January 2, January 3, January 4, January 5. You know, when you are entering that year and things start going well for you, people will be wondering, what's going on? <laughs> you, you're like, I did the work, I prayed. You know, you can pray January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. You pray for your family. You pray for all your friends. You pray for your ministry. You pray everything. You pray it out. And those kind of prayers is not, is not um, the ones you, you be, don't sleep, don't sleep, wake up. No. You are praying it out. So when the devil is about to strike, ah, he sees that, eh, there's a wall of fire around this one. It, it just, eh, it turn back. It just do you turn. No way, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's, it's a life of warfare. 
<laughs> That's what it was. It's a life of warfare. It's a life of warfare. So you can learn prayer. You, you can learn prayer by church service, but you still need to learn to pray. I can teach you prayer just like I'm teaching you now. But the best theology of prayer is when you are praying. Is <laughs> when you are praying. I remember when they were training us when we were younger. I, I hated it. Ah! But I think I thank, I thank God. I, I thank God I stay true. I remember they told us you will not graduate then in, 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 in the place. They told us you will not graduate if you did not reach a certain amount of hours. So me, I was still thinking I could escape. So when I saw that, ah, the man kept coming to me. You will graduate if you did not meet this certain amount of hours. Ah! Then I had to double up. I knew I was, I was in for it. So I will wake up grudgingly in the morning. As I'm waking up in my mind, I'm saying, God, please, let this man, something should just happen to his car. He should not be able to show up today. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know where the man is anymore. You know, interestingly, it's been how many years? He called me on FaceTime when I was in Abuja last year. He just suddenly called me. He said he just remembered me. And he called me. I said, wow. And it's been how many years now that we've not seen? But he has changed my life. Glory to God. Yeah, he has. He has changed my life. I remember then when I get home, I would just be praying. Just be praying. Just be praying. Just be praying. I didn't know what I was praying about, but I, I can tell you it's making sense now. Hallelujah. It's making sense now. As I pray more, it's not making sense now, but I know in the nearest future it's going to make sense. Hallelujah. We are praying. Because so much power is in prayer. Ah, so much power is in prayer. So much. We, the Bible says in Amplified Versions, James 5, verse 16, it says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous is availed much and is tremendous in his working. It's availed much. It makes tremendous power available. There is so much power available when we pray. So like I said, you can, I can teach you prayer, but you can't learn prayer if you have not prayed. Hallelujah. You have to pray. You have to do it yourself. Jesus taught the disciples to pray. And what did they do? They prayed. I believe if they didn't pray in Acts 2, they will not have spoken in tongues. They will not have done it. They bettered it out in prayer. Hallelujah. They did. Because when you see a bold man, why do you think Peter was suddenly bold? When you see a bold man, a man who can confront the work of darkness, who is not, who is not timid, you are seeing a man who is praying. Hallelujah. You are seeing a man who is praying. Because when you pray, you make tremendous power available. So there should be periods of prayer. At three, there was hours of prayer, I told us. Hours of prayers where they prayed, you know. There should be periods of prayer. Never spend a day without praying. Never. Imagine you prayed one hour, 365 days a year. That's how many hours? That's, that's 365 hours. 365 hours in a year. Never spend a day without praying. Never. Never. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. You see, 
The devil will chop you raw. He will eat you raw if you can't pray. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a life of warfare. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. A prayerless Christian is prone to anything. Many of you, the reason why your life is still standing is probably the prayer, the prayer of your parents. And there's a little those kind of prayer can do. You will have to pray yourself. Hallelujah. You will have to. You will have to. You will have to. It's the life of warfare. Never spend a day without praying. Jesus was bold because he prayed. Jesus wasn't bold because he was God. No, he was bold because he prayed. Not because he was anointed. He was bold. Courage, courage and boldness will come when we pray. You say you can't preach to somebody. No, go and pray. You say you can't lay hands on the sea. Go and pray. Boldness will come. Hallelujah. Boldness will come when we pray. So there are seasons of prayer. There are seasons of prayer. You must have at least an hour in a day where you spend praying. You know, if your doctor gives you a prescription and tells you, eat this every day, you are going to take it judiciously, right? You're going to. If you say, eat this fruit, <laughs> your doctor tell you, if you don't want to see shaggy, you don't want to die, eat this fruit every day. You know, you will overeat it. Hallelujah. You will. But Jesus told us to pray. Ephesians 6, 18. Praying always. Colossians 4, verse 2. Continue in prayer. First Thessalonians 5, verse 17. Pray without season. Romans 12, 12. Be instant in prayer. Ah, the instruction is too much that you can't miss it. What are you reading in the scripture? The instructions of to pray are too much. Everywhere you turn to, I showed you Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Call on me and I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. You can't miss it in prayer. Zechariah 12, the spirit of prayer and supplication. So you can't miss it. From Genesis to Revelation, you can't miss it. Everywhere you turn to in the scripture, it's a, it's a ceaseless adventure of prayer. Even God came down as a man and prayed. Hallelujah. So prayer is not an advice. Please pray. No, it's not. It's an instruction. So when you pray, you will see power. Hallelujah. When you pray, you will see power. I knew it. I can tell you I know it because when I started having a serious prayer life, my ministry changed. I started seeing the power of God work like never before. I knew it. I knew it. I started seeing things I've never seen before. When I started praying. When I started praying more hours. When I started plugging more into the power of prayer. When you pray, you will see power. <laughs> you will see power. When you pray, people, people will attest to it that you are different. You will just show someone. Something is just different about you. It's not, oh, the way you talk. Oh, it's not, it's the spirit. It's power. Hallelujah. When you pray, you see power. Prayer changes you. Prayer changes you. Jesus prayed on the month of transfiguration. And he was, the Bible says he was glistering. He was just, he was shining. Prayer changes you. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes situation. It changes circumstances. 
It changes situation. It changes circumstances. Years ago, I've shared this story before. We, we were denied our visa and all of those things. We were denied all of those things. They didn't give us. My mother said, <laughs> I said, I'll go and pray. My mother said, oh, is it prayer? I said, I'll go and pray. We went to a preacher. That was the first time I saw people sweat. I saw somebody take your body, literally. Like saying, I tell you my problem now. And I tell you, and you took it like it's your own. That was the first time I saw it. So as I was there in the church, my mom told the man the problem. And the man said, it's nothing. The man said, let's pray. And the man started shouting. He started crying. He started sweating. Ah, I looked, you know, I opened my eyes like this. Ah, he's not your visa now. <laughs> it's, not your, it's not your problem. Why did you take it this way? He said, it's not. And you guess what? He said, after I finished, he said, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. He said, woman, they will call you back. That was on a Friday. He said, they won't call you this week because it's a weekend. But by Monday, be expecting a call. Monday, lo and behold, my mother got a call. <laughs> Prayer changes things. It changes it. In fact, when we were leaving the place, me and my mother said, ah. My mother, my mother could not eat before. I said, let's go and cook. Said, let's go and cook. Because do we have it? In, how many of you know when you pray about something, there will be a note of victory with you? Now, ah, this is settled. Ah, no, you can't tell me about this one. This one is settled. I can't forget that story in my life. I can't. That's just one out of many. One out of many. Recently, I was owing someone a debt. Hey, I would tell you? Hey, I would tell you? I was owing someone a debt because of business and all of those things. And the person wanted to kill me. The person wanted to finish me. Because, I mean, thousands of dollars, though. I mean, if you're in business world, you know that. <laughs> it, is, it is a lifestyle. Owing people is a lifestyle. This one wanted to finish me. I just said, I will pray. As I prayed, the person said, so sorry. You know, sorry. I'm even sorry for the way I treated you. Eh? He said, you can pay any time. I said, eh? He said, you can pay any time. I'm sorry. He said, ah, you're a man of God. I should not be doing that to you. Oh, this was somebody who wanted to finish me. Not even finish me. The person started finishing me. Hallelujah. <laughs> I just knew if anything does not work. Ah, I went to cry. I went to pray. I just knew that I should just call. I should not text. Just let me call. As I just called the person, I said, hello? The person even confessed to me who was behind the problem. Ah, fear you, man, Bill. Ah, your friend can be doing it and you don't know. You know the person? See, it's like saying, these two people now are friends, right? So let's, say this is, let's say this is my friend. Eh? Let's say, come, come. Let's say this is my friend. This is my friend. So we now have a mutual friend. And this is our mutual friend. This is the person I'm owing. Come. I need to describe this thing for you. Uh, this is, so this is the mutual friend. So you stay here. So I owe you money. You know me. You know her. Are you getting what I'm saying? So 
me and you we are friends me and you we are also friends and we both know that we are friends are you seeing it now you now went to tell this person that ah finish him collect your money he is not sincere ah go and report him make sure that he pays this thing so when i spoke to this person this person now told me what this person did I said, eh, so it's even the person that know me, thank you. So it's even the person that know me that is doing me. <laughs> I can't wait to see the person this coming week. I'll go and look at him. You! <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't wait to go and tell the person this week. You! I thought we were friends. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. So pray. Hallelujah. You pray. So you know what I did? You can see, you can, you can take his natural. But see, I will not be standing here preaching to you this morning if the person has finished me. I'm not joking. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you can take his, his small, but ah, all I knew was if nothing work, prayer will work. Ah, I just went. I started crying, Lord, don't disgrace me. Oh Lord, <laughs> oh Lord, don't disgrace me. Don't... So you're not going to see my name on social media and say, eh? I said it. I said it. That guy, I said it. You know? <laughs> Hallelujah. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes situation. There is no man full of prayer who is not bold. Hallelujah. Imagine praying one hour every day, at least for the next one year. Praying every day. There's no man who prays that is not bold. Hallelujah. Look at Luke 22. I want to round off now. Glory to God. Luke 22. There's something there in Luke 22. Luke 22. Luke 22. There's something there. Are you there? Look at Luke 22, verse 31. It says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan desired to have you, that he may swift you as with. Look at verse 32. He says, But I prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not, and when thou be converted, strengthen thy brethren. Jesus found out what Simon, the future of Simon in the place of prayer. Do you know Simon now eventually betrayed Jesus? No, denied Jesus, sorry. Jesus found out what Simon said. What Je so Jesus found out what Simon would do. Satan hasn't thought about it yet as at this point when Jesus was telling him. Because Satan is not a long-term planner. Satan is not a long-term planner. He hasn't thought about it yet. So in the place of prayer, you are functioning in the realms of the attitude of God. In the place of prayer, you are functioning in the realms and the attitude of God. You can see things ahead of time that the devil has not seen and you are praying about it. You know, the, de you know, the devil is not omniscient, right? 
He's not Omini Noest. He doesn't know. <laughs> I don't know where I got this word from. He <laughs> doesn't know everything. The devil is not the Alpha and the Omega who sees from the end to the beginning. But God, who sees from the end to the beginning, can show you certain things and you can start praying about it. He can show you certain things and he can, you can start praying about it. In the place of prayer, you can see things before and things that people have not even imagined. Situations that people have not even imagined. I remember last year I saw a vision. I, I, I won't share the vision with you. I, I'll, I'll probably share it with you later. So you can see things before people imagined them to happen. You can even see things about your friend before even the devil imagined it to happen. And you are just praying. You are just praying about it. 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 You know, sometimes your parents see things ahead of time for you and they are praying for you. Sometimes your pastor see things ahead of time and they are praying for you. How about you seeing things ahead of time for people too? And people are praying for you. How about that? How about that? How about people seeing things ahead of time for you? How about you two seeing things for people and you two are praying for people? I don't know about you, but I want to be that someone. Hallelujah. I want to be that someone. John 17 verse 9. John 17 verse 9. John 17 verse 9. Hallelujah. He says, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me. For they are mine. Look at Jesus praying for them. In Ephesians 6, Paul was praying. Ephesians 6, Paul was praying. Verse 18, 19, he was praying. He says, praying always with all prayers and supplication. In the spirit, watching the unto without perseverance for the saints. He says, As for me, and for me, that all trans may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, for daring I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. In First Thessalonians 3, First Thessalonians 3, verse 1 to 2, First Thessalonians 3, verse 1 to 2. 2 Thessalonians 3, not first. 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 1 to 2. 2 Thessalonians, not first. It says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have a free course and be glorified even as it is with you. Verse 2. It says that we may be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. Hiya. So prayer will deliver us from wicked and unreasonable men. Sometimes when we see ministers of the gospel eating up, eating up by the media, slanders on the media their name all over is because people are not praying for them that is when we ought to pray for them and stand with them in prayer see guys your pastor's life is in your hands because see the scripture says pray for us if there's anything paul requested much for was prayers even in hebrews 13 hebrews 13 so that shows that shows if we pray for ministers of the gospel their ministry will blossom. If we pray for ministers of the gospel, if Second Thessalonians 3, it says, pray for us that the word of the Lord will have a free course and be glorified. It's not just, oh, this and that. The word of God will be glorified when you pray for your preacher. 
Their lives, their ministry will be preserved. They will be preserved from the slanders of social media. You know, the world hates preachers. Hope you know. Ah, if there's anything social media is waiting for, is the next thing that the pastor is going to do. The world hates preachers. It says that will be delivered for wicked and unreasonable men. The life of your preacher is in your hands. The life of your pastor is in your hands. It determines how far you will pray. Look at in Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13 verse 18. Hebrews 13 verse 18. The writer of Hebrews said, look at it. Hebrews 13 verse 18. Are you there? Hebrews 13 verse 18. The writer of Hebrews said, he says, pray for us. For we trust that we have a good conscience. Ah, That in all things willing to live honestly. So Paul said, pray for us. He said, pray for us that we trust to have a good conscience. That is, we want to do what is right. We want to be an example to the believer. We want to make sure that we stand in gap. And men see us as they see Jesus. He says, pray for us. Hebrews 13 verse 18. He says, pray for us. The writer of people says, pray for us. For we trust we have a good conscience. In all things, willing to live honestly. So when you pray for your preacher, they are living honestly. Their feet are standing in the right direction. They are not entering into a slander. They are not entering things that will mar their life and their ministry. Learn to pray for your preacher. Learn to pray for your pastor. Learn to pray. Their lives are in your hands. The, the, the apostles. You look at, look at in Acts 12. Peter was arrested in Acts 12. You know, Peter would have been gone. But the Bible says, prayer was made of the church ceaselessly for him. So that means he was delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. Hallelujah. He was. And how was he delivered? Through prayer. The church prayed that he was even delivered. When he came knocking at the door, they, they, they didn't believe. Because they thought, maybe they didn't know that they, their prayers would be answered. Pray for your pastor. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, say, pray for your pastor. Pray. Their lives are in your hands. The message of their, the message of their lives will spread across the nations of the earth. If we can just pray. Paul says, pray for us. That the word of God will be glorified. And have a free course, even as it is with you. That it has gained a full ground in your heart. Now pray. So that more other people will catch the light. Hallelujah. And we have a vision to raise 100 ministers for the gospel. 100 million. Pray for us. That we do this. How we stand in gap. Hallelujah. We pray for us. That we lead. That we trust we have a good conscience. That we don't do things. That people will look at us and say, Oh, I don't want to associate myself with this kind of person. No. You pray. Hallelujah. You pray. We have so many things to pray for on a daily basis. So many things. So many things are dear people in your prayer life. Or is your life just about, give me, give me, give me. Oh Lord, my exam. Oh Lord, my job. Oh Lord, my this. Oh Lord, just you, 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 you. You are a selfish Christian. That's a selfish Christian. Are there people who need your prayer life? Yes. There are people who need your prayer life. Pray for your church. Pray for your family, your members, your siblings. They need your prayer life. Pray for your friends. Your friends need your prayer life. Pray for your disciples. Pray for your nation. If you are praying for your nation, you will not be complaining. Pray for your nation. 
You can have a prayer list. You know, this can make you have a prayer list. Where in the, in the course of the week, you have, okay, I'm praying for these people on Monday. I'm praying for these people on Tuesday. I'm praying for this. You know, you can have a prayer list. People who are prayerful walk in love. You can't be praying about people and you are backbiting about them. You can't be praying for your friends, your pastor, your, your disciples, your people, and you are not walking in love towards them, and you are angry towards them, and you are in strife. No. People who pray, who are full of prayer, are men that walk in love. Hallelujah. People who are prayerful walk in love. There is no strife in their heart. Because prayer will not give you room for that. Prayer will not give you room for the flesh. Hallelujah. Pray. Create time for people. Don't be a selfish Christian. Create time for people. You must be hospitable. The Bible says in that same Hebrews 13, Hebrews 13 verse 2, Hebrews 13 verse 2, it says, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. It says, For thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Be hospitable. Don't be those kind of people in America who just want to mind their business. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Be very hospitable. Create time for people. Pray for people. Spend time with people. Show people care. Show people love. Your prayer life mustn't be all about you. If your prayer life is about you alone, you are not growing. Do you have people? Now, this is Monday to Friday. A new month is before us. In this November that you know you are still going to be praying about. Do you have people this November, this December that you are going to be praying about? Do you have a list of people you are going to be praying about? You can pray for your church. You can pray for your family. You can pray for your siblings. You can pray for your disciples, your nation, your pastor. You can pray. You can pray. You can back by people you are praying about. As I close now, 2 Timothy 1 verse 6, it says, stir up the gift of God which is in you. You can stir up the spirit of prayer. You can stir up the spirit of prayer. You know, we can stir up the spirit of prayer. So it's not all the time you might want to pray, but you can stir up the spirit of prayer. I remember, I, among my friends then, I was one of the first persons who caught the spirit of prayer. And I spread it among my friends. And it spread around. You can steal up the spirit of prayer. How do you do that? Be influenced with the right association. The right association will steal up the gift of prayer. When I get to meetings, I have the kind of people I'm looking for. Hey guys, what, what's up? Let's pray. What, what's, your, what's, your, what, what, what's, what's your plan? What's your target? What's on your mind? Let's pray about this. Let's just pray. Let's just pray. Because when we surround ourselves with the right association, 1 Corinthians made us to understand, it says evil communications corrupt good manners. That means if we join with prayerless people, we are going to stay prayerless. If you have friends around you who are prayerless, you are not going to have a prayer life. You will see that burden on your heart and it will be like the burden is lifted. You know what that means? God cannot trust you with his plan. God cannot trust you with the life of people. God cannot trust you with, 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 with things. You are not counted faithful. So, you can stir up the gift of prayer. You can stir up. I know people who pray. I know people pray for me. I know. 
Like I told you before, I don't think I would ever become a preacher if my mom did not pray. I will wake up early in the morning. I will hear my mother's voice shouting and praying. Just praying. Ah, Ayomide, Ayomide, Ayomide. That's how she says. Ayomide, Ayomide, Ayomide. I'll just, in my mind, I'll just like, oh God, what have I done again? I was still very young. I'll just be, Ayomide, Ayomide. I'll just be wondering, what have I done again? What have I done? But I thank God she prayed. Hallelujah. I thank God she prayed. If you thought you were bad, you were not as bad as me then. <laughs> you were not. In university then, things we did. Oh God. Oh God. You were not as bad. I'm a life that was changed because somebody prayed. Hallelujah. I'm a life that was changed because somebody prayed. Hallelujah. Prayer charted my course. Prayer separated me from people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was moving with people with going in the wrong direction. Going in the wrong direction. Today, when they see me, they say, Hey, Pastor! I was their friend today. I would have been doing what they are doing today. I was moving with people like that. But you know what? Prayer sent me into like a wilderness for two years. I felt like I was depressed, but I didn't know God was training me. Hallelujah. Prayer. Prayer. I know people are praying for me. I have friends who tell me, ah, man, I was still talking to a friend of mine last night. He said, man of God, I'm praying for you. You know, I tell myself, I'm going to list out, I'm telling myself, I'm going to list out preachers of the gospel. And I'm just going to start praying for them. I'm not, I'm not even going to get worried about me. I'm just going to be praying. I told myself, I'm going to, I'm just going to list out a lot of preachers. And I'm just going to be praying. I want to pray for them. I want to see to it that they do what God has called them to do. You know, people are praying for you. How about you to praying for people? I know people are praying for me. I know. I have friends. They will tell me, man of God, this is what the Lord is telling me about you when I was praying for you yesterday. And I'm praying for people also. I remember I had, I, I had a vision one day and I saw a friend of mine. This year, I saw a friend of mine in that vision. He was trying to tell me something. I just couldn't get it. I just couldn't get it. He was trying to tell me something. So, as I, as I, as, so I, I messaged him. And he told me, he said, yeah, I was praying for you last night. I said, oh, really? He said, yeah. He said, I was praying for you last night. And this is what the Lord wants me to tell you. I said, yeah. I said, I saw you trying to tell me something. So I knew to message you. I just knew to message you. So that I can get what you were, telling, what you were trying to tell me. Hallelujah. Pray. Go where people pray and pray. Like I told you, the best theology of prayer. I'm going to round up this series this morning. I've, I've taught you, I think, about five sections. You can know all the aminotics of prayer. The Greek word, aiteo, this is. You know, you know all the Greek word. But see, it is not prayer until you have prayed. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not prayer until you have prayed. I can teach you and say, see, this is the aminotic. This is, ah, this. <laughs> but see, until you are prayed, men who talk with God are men of prayer. Men who walk with God are men of prayer. You want to have a vibrant Christian life? Pray. You want to not sin again? Pray. You want to, that addition you are, you are struggling with? Pray. Just pray. Men of prayer are men of the Holy Ghost. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a man called John Hyde 
praying, they called him praying night. He was always going with Charles Finney all around. In fact, he was one of the people who came to Rochester many years ago. History made, it, made us to understand that he prayed so much that his breast stank on the wall. Hiya. You know, there was a man called D.M. Moody in Chicago many years ago. He prayed so much that his breast stank on the wall that if you touch that breast, you will be healed. Even years after he has died. Ah, there is something prayer does. You know, D.M. Moody would just get on the, on the train years ago when he was alive. This was in the early 90s. Get on the train years ago. And when he get on the train, people are falling down that gospel. People are just, people are just in awe. People want to repent. The sick are healed. People will be saying, what's going on? What's going on? Someone will just say, these are the kind of things that happen when D.M. Moody is around. Hiya. How about that for you? How about that for you? But you, how they know you for is, ah, when they see you like this, everybody, your friend is even running away from you. This one wants to come and beg for food. This one to come and do this like that. This one is only asking for money. This one is, that's what your friends know you about. This one is only asking, do assignment for me. Do this like that. Ah, that's not a good reputation. How about when this person comes in, there's just something in the atmosphere. Ah, men of prayer carry God's presence. Hallelujah. Men of prayer carry God's presence. They carry God's presence. Men of prayer. Men of prayer. Personally, I don't relate with people who can't pray. I don't. You can't be my friend if you cannot pray. I can't. What, when I'm going astray, who will help me? <laughs> I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm never going to get it all right. So I need people around me who's going to help me get it right. But some of you, the people around you are all missing it. And that is who you are keeping. You know, I'm never going to get it all right. I'm still human. I'm not perfect. So I'd rather keep people who we are both trusting God together. Are you getting personally as a, as a principle? You can't, you can't be close to me. I can't share things with you if you can't pray. It's not possible. Ah, it's not possible. I can't. I can't share things about my life, my ministry. I can't if you can't pray. Because... I, I, I was telling you something. I said, I was just sharing with a friend. We're just texting. Me and my friend, we're just texting. And he said, as, he was, as I was texting him, he was hearing God speak to him about a direction. That's not the first time that is happening. There are times he too is texting me and I'm finding out certain things. That's the kind of people I want to keep around me. People who will spoil me. I have a long journey to go. I'm still young. Well, maybe, yeah, I'm still very young, but I have a long journey to go. I have a long journey ahead of me. Long journey ahead of me. So I'd rather keep people who will spoil me up. Who, when things are going on, they'll tell you, I saw it and I prayed for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How would you have friends? All of you, something bad is about to happen. Nobody can sense it. Nobody called you out of the blues and said, man of God, man of God, I about you just hold on. I just have a sense to call you, to just hold on. There are times I just have a prompting in my heart, call that your friend, tell this person this. Probably he was praying, probably he was not, but I've been a blessing to him. Are you getting what I'm saying? And those are the times some of my friends will just drop a message and say, man of God, can we talk? Ah, when I see that, I just say, eh? Ah, this one is an urgency. Even if I was doing something important, I leave it. I remember there was a day 
I think that was 2021. I was, I was walking. I was, I was at work then. And my friend called me. He just said, man of God, can we talk? Ah, as he said it, I just knew it. That, ah, something is up. As we were talking, we started, we were not done talking. As we were talking, we were just say, ah, you know, man of God. This, as we were talking, we were praying. We started praying. For about 30 to 45 minutes, we were just praying. We were just praying. Ah, we now say, ah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're like, ah, what happened? What happened? We never can tell what was going on. But we knew we were doing something. Hallelujah. I had a friend one time. After Sunday service like this, I thought throughout the weekend and all of those things. The friend just called me. I was still trying to rest, lie down. Said, Man of God. As I picked the call, I said, hello, let's pray. Ah, I wanted to say, ah, can we postpone it? So as I was praying, I said, as I was just doing that, something came. Ah! Ah! I, I, I got it back. I was even not the one who did not want to stop again. Hallelujah. Those are the kind of friends you need. And after, we were able to spoil one another. We were able to share things with one another. I remember there was a night, me and that my friend were praying. We were just praying on phone. We told, we told ourselves 30 minutes. Two hours, we were not done. <laughs> this happened a couple of weeks ago. Two hours we were not done. Ah, after we we're done, we we're like, ah, we said we believe something just happened. We believe something just happened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How about having friends? When you are going left, the person say, hmm. it's, not the, it's not that the person is doing guesswork. The person say, hmm. what I am seeing. You know, how about that? You know, your, your path will be charted. Your, you will be set aright. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Evil communications corrupt good manners. As a principle, I'm saying it again. I don't relate with people who don't pray. I don't. I'm never always going to get it right. So I need people who we are not always all going to get it right, but we can at least try. Hallelujah. Praise God. So watch the friends you keep. Watch the friends you keep. See, some people will say, I, I cannot do ministry. Eh, all this preaching thing. See, pray, you will do ministry. <laughs> there is no man who is prayerful that doesn't that can't do ministry. My mother, I don't believe she 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 might be called to ministry. I don't know, but let me tell you the truth. Because she is prayerful, she goes on evangelism. She will just wake up and say, "Ah, the souls." She just say, "Ah, souls, eh? You souls. Sometimes I don't know you. What do you know about souls?" But she will go on her own, on her own, no, and go and preach. She doesn't know what she's sharing. She will just call me and say, Hello, 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 this is hello. I just I just preached something to somebody. The person was asking me a question. So I told them, speak to my son, speak to my son. So I will call the person. The person will say, hey, what's this? I will answer, answer the question's question. He said, Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. I said, Why? She's not trained to be a minister. But a man who prays, we catch the body for God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because she prays. You can't say you don't pray and you will do ministry. It's a lie. It's a lie. All this, uh, all this good, good preaching is because you are not praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So watch the friends you keep. You can steal up the spirit of prayer. Say, I can steal up the spirit of prayer. I can steal up the spirit of prayer. I can. We can. 
We can. Say, I don't give up in prayer. I don't give up in prayer. I'm a prayer man. I have a prayer ministry. I have it. I have a prayer ministry. I have a prayer ministry. See, guys, a lot will happen if we pray. And a whole lot will happen if we don't pray. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Tell your neighbor, say, a lot will happen to you if you pray. And a whole lot will not happen if you don't pray. So that shows you are a step away from certain things God will do. See, let me tell you. You can never fulfill God's plan for your life if you are not prayerful. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? You can never. Prayer. 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 I wish I can tell you more stories, but I don't think it's for this series. I wish I can tell you more stories. Prayer. I have prayed that I have seen results. See, let me tell you. When things are just going, see, in life, in business, in ministry, in everything, when things are going south, I just go and pray. I just lock my door. I just go and pray. By the time I'm coming out, something is happening. A change is happening. I have prayed before. And before I was done praying, I saw the results. Are you getting what I'm saying? Before I left the place of prayer, I saw the results. So you can't tell me prayer does not work. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't tell me. I told you the story of our family. Years ago, before we got to the United States, outrightly denied. We prayed. The man said, they will call you people back. He said, what is it? He said, we will call you back. He said, he said, except he is not a man of God. He said, I prayed. By the time we were leaving, we knew there was a note of victory. And as he said on Monday, they called. You can't, you can't say prayer does not work. You can't. Hallelujah. You can't. Prayer works. Prayer works. Prayer changes situation. Prayer changes you. Prayer changes things. It turns circumstances around. Somebody will tell you, there's an accident there. If you are well prayed, nothing can happen. If people are, if people are doing something, everybody is going bad, going bad, going bad, going back. Tell them, me, I pray. Nothing will go bad. Hallelujah. If everybody is a failure in something, maybe your family, they've not been able to cross certain limits. You just see there's a pattern in your family. Everybody is just stopping at certain points. Pray. You will break it. Hallelujah. You will break it. You will break it. Pray. A man of prayer is a bold man. A man of prayer confronts things. A man of prayer changes situation. A man of prayer overcomes challenges. You eat challenges for lunch. Hallelujah. Why not let's just pray? Can't we just, let's just stay up the spirit of prayer right here. Let's, let's just pray. Wherever you are, you can sit, you can stand. Whatever, whatever works best for you. You can kneel, whatever works best for you. Let's just tear up the spirit of prayer. <clears throat> you can sit, you can stand, whatever works best for you. Let's tear up the spirit of prayer. Stir up the spirit of prayer. Change situations. Catch a body. Catch a body. 
catch a body, plunge into an adventure, explore the possibilities of God, explore the possibilities of God, explore the possibilities of God. 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 Lift your voice and let's move.